You are listening to Trophy Horse with your hosts, Tricky Mick, Alex, I Yield to No One, Mark, and Troy. Everybody and welcome to Trophy Horrors. This is episode 287. I'm your host, Tricky Mick. Alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend, Alex. Man, I'm getting that every week. Uh, I just want to say before we start this show that I'm really glad, really happy that The Last Guardian is getting such good reviews. Uh, on cur- currently on Metacritic, after more than 80 critical reviews, it's got an 83 overall, which is pretty damn good for a game that a lot of people lost hope in. Also with us, the vein into the PlayStation ecosystem, Mark. Yeah, you caught me off guard because you actually like gave me just like a normal intro. Thank you. He is the belated birthday boy, Yield. To fan the flames of uh, negativity, those are just all the fanboys that are just loving all over The Last Guardian. And he is the killer turned whore, Troy. What's the business? I think 83 is actually the... Uh, reviewers score though right not the the user score not yes correct all right so yeah it's user i mean score. it's still there's still a lot of crazy fanboys that are too, that are official whoop. reviewers too but whoop, whoop. well i mean to be to be honest like i think that with that game like i haven't played it yet i'm going to buy it uh, i really want to play it but i think like shadow of the colossus it's it's not a te- it's it shadow of the colossus i'm going to use as the basis of this that game is not technically as sound as a lot of other games that came out on the PS2, but the impact that it has on you is lasting and fantastic. The story and just the emotions that you feel going through it are great, and I feel like this game is going to be the exact same way, which is probably why it's getting a lot of love from critics. Speaking just of emotions and feelings that are going through it, how's uh, how's the wrestling game going for you? It's a massive fucking grind, and I cannot stand it. I'm... I, I'm going to get this platinum, but I am never buying another WWE 2K game again. Until next year, when we go no, while never. we're playing, I can I can help you out. But. Until CM Punk comes into the game. No, no, I mean that may tricky may buy then, but I'm never buying another one again because it's like 200 hours to get a platinum is crazy, and you just play. You have to play. Well, unless matches you're playing over, an RPG. Well, I mean, you have to play matches over and over again, like singles matches, and it takes so long to rank up, like almost a full year to rank up to get a title shot. It's it's just stupid grindy. Well, you're gonna piss off JT because he thinks a thousand hours for a platinum is a uh, is is realistic. It, that's wrong. It's actually only six hours if we're gonna quote JT. Well, uh, well, it depends on what side of the spectrum you want to talk about here. All right, with that being said, let's get into our trophy count. I am level 31, total trophies of 7,727, with a plaque count of 68. Alex? Level 28, 5,799 total trophies and 81 platinums into 80 games. You couldn't get one more trophy just to kick it over? Uh, No, I could not. Not uh, this week. Hopefully next week, though. Yield. Level 23. Trophy count of four, three, five, six, and a platinum count of sixty-three platinums in sixty-three games. Mark, I am level twenty-six with a trophy count of six thousand five hundred and thirty-seven in twenty-seven. And platinums. Troy, 
Still sitting at level 19 with 3,238 total trophies and 38 platinums. Alright, well, before we get into what we're playing, we have to address the elephant in the room. And, uh... <laughs> as my horseman... I'm looking around, I don't, I don't see an elephant. As my horseman brothers know... There was a bombshell of an announcement made at the end of last week's show. Oh, in that. Which, which there has been some uh, shenanigans over the last week. Hey, all oh, that. <laughs> uh, yeah, lots of shenanigans. Yeah, my they uh, listeners, uh, the guys don't know that I was bringing this up. So they're like slowly coming in to realizing what I'm talking about here. Um... Yeah, I said that I was going to get a tramp stamp last week. Um, That's since been now, vetoed. As, as you guys are hearing this... I was going to say, that, that was a promise well, made for the kids. Yet. That can't be vetoed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not vetoing it. Now, with that being said, as you're listening to this, two days ago, remember the loot, dedicated their entire show to hashtag get tricky a Oh, how nice of them. For the kids. It's for the kids, man. Um, and including, uh, they have been, uh, Jared, who is our resident uh, cut and paste expert on the, the Facebook groups, has been having a lot of fun, uh, posted my face on somebody's body, and given um, suggestions for a tramp stamp. Uh, have you guys seen all these ones? Yes, indeed. Uh, I, I saw a couple, and that was disturbing enough. I've seen enough of them. It was it was rather disturbing. Actually, um, I po- piped in in the uh, thread that I approved of the change of your head about halfway through, but yes. uh, I definitely haven't taken a close look at most of those because that's a very disturbing meme to look at. Uh, well, I- I'm going I'm going through it right now because some of these are actually pretty funny. One is uh, well, the initial one was the the Dual Shock Four, uh, and you guys know about that one. Because uh, that's what it was suggested. Then became two platinum trophies with uh, Care Bears over the top with rainbows. Then there was a Hannah Montana one uh, with saying no shame. Then there was I Love Nintendo. There was the Domino's logo. I don't even know what the hell that one. Oh, that that one one was Baklava. Wait, wait. Or you could always get you could always get the Noid's face on your on your back. Avoid <laughs> the Noid. Avoid the Noid. Speaking of mascots, uh, they uh, one prototype was also the hamburger on my on uh, my back. Uh, but recently, they have included all the horse faces on it. Yeah, that was that was disturbing. Uh, I, I I just want to say one thing. Unfortunately, Troy is down there too. But the latest prototype shows Donnie kissing my ass, and uh, I approve of that message. I, I, uh... <laughs> it actually looks like Donnie and I are making out on your ass cheeks. Is what it looks yeah. like. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, you're down there too, Troy. But... I disapprove of any but of, I disapprove of my face on anybody's body in a tattoo form. Uh, but with that being said, I want to be clear about the uh, the stipulations for me getting the tramp stamp. Okay, because there seems to be a little confusion in, and some questions. One, absolutely, I will keep my word. If we hit our goal, I will get the tramp stamp. That is not debatable. This is for the kids. It's something that I said, and I'm a man of my word. So if we hit the goal, I will get a tramp stamp. What gets put on my body, 
That's still up for debate. Listeners, send in your suggestions. We do we do need emails. Especially from JT. We, we need emails from JT about what Tricky needs to get at his tramp stamp. The $1,500 goal as a team is for me to get an extra life tattoo. For me to get the tramp stamp, that's $2,000. Third rule. No proving gamer employee may donate money. It must come, the money donated must come from the community. And the fourth rule, it does not, the, the money does not have to be donated to my page. It can be donated to any Proving Gamer team member. As long that as it counts towards the team total. Right. That includes Yield, that includes Daryl, that includes Frosty, that includes Mark. Any page, as long as the Proving Gamer team total gets to $2,000. And it has to come. From, the money has to come from the community. So, with that being said, uh, Daryl is not allowed to donate. Daryl's wife is not allowed to donate. So it cannot be in any of those names. And I will know where the money comes from. I can look that up. And rule number five: Don't feed it after midnight. So, to be clear, I was a hundred percent serious about getting the tramp stamp. If it happens, I will get the tramp stamp. What's to be there is up for debate, and the money cannot come from any Proven Gamer employee or family, Proven Gamer family member. I'm going to create a, I'm gonna create a poll and see and put some options for people to vote on. Um, speaking of polls, as you guys... Uh, Tricky's uh, becoming a stripper. As, mm-hmm. as you guys, uh, you know, kind of just like glossed over and didn't uh, acknowledge, I have my 68th Platinum. Uh, that I got this past week. Actually, I got this morning. You, as must, this you must have glossed over that. No, I said I said how many Platinums I had. But, Tricky, I'm going to be completely I... honest with you. I don't ca- keep track of how many Platinums you have from week to week, so if you don't say that you got a Platinum, then I ain't going to notice it. You should, because I'm... You're 21 away, and by the time I get done with uh, WB2K17, you'll probably be, like, to 70. Which I will help you get the platinum in. We'll talk after this podcast. Oh, the plot thickens, Tricky. I know some days. If you have 2K16, I can help you with that, too. No, I don't have 2K16, just 17. Do I need 2K16? With that being said, uh, I got the... So, there was a poll inside of the Facebook group, of which I should get for my 69th platinum, because I figured whores, 69th. You know, let the uh, the fans vote. Uh, I noticed that you completely scrubbed the last poll and ignored my suggestion of Bioshock. No, no, I didn't scrub the poll. The the original poll was I had all the games that I had and the games that I could go for the Platinum. And I said that when I got my 68th Platinum, I would take whatever one that was leading at the time and go for that one. Do you have the South Park Platinum? No, I didn't even play South Park. Dude, that's a good one. I think that would be a great 69th Platinum. Now, with that being said, uh, the poll was tied when I got my 68th Platinum this morning. The suggestions for everybody was, uh, I had all the games I had listed, but the ones that actually got votes was, there was one vote for everyone has gone to the Rapture. Uh, As Alex pointed out, there's one vote for Bioshock Infinite. There was one vote for Saturday Morning RPG. There was one vote for Dead Rising, which I don't even think is on PlayStation 4, is it? Part of a collection, isn't it? Yeah, they they did. The, yeah, they did it. No, they're separate. You can buy them. I thought that was exclusive. You know, I'm gonna go. Dead ahead. Rising Three was, and Dead Rising Four is a timed exclusive. 
I'm I'm going to go ahead and say that if anyone suggests that you get a platinum in a Dead Rising game, you immediately throw that out because you will hate yourself for playing that game for the platinum. Uh, that was actually suggested by uh, Mr. Chris from the VerticalSlice.com. Uh, there was two votes well, for well, certainly, Ganon. Certainly nothing against Chris, but I I have the platinum in Dead Rising too, and it was hellacious. So I don't recommend anyone plays. And Dead Rising One is Dead Rising One is worse. Dead, Ri- Rising, Dead Rising actually Dead wasn't the game I suggested. I I left the poll open for people to add their own suggestions. As you'll see, uh, we go down. Uh, there was two votes for Gat Out of Hell. There was two votes for Bloodborne. So thank you, uh, Frosty and T Bird, for that. There was three votes for Phantom Pain, and then tied for the lead at five votes each was Ratchet and Clank and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Ratchet so, and Clank is ten bucks at GameStop right now. Are you shitting well, me? I don't, Go yeah. buy that. <laughs> um, so I did another poll this morning, and apparently Ratchet and Clank is winning by a, a large mar- margin. Which I think is lame because Ratchet and Clank is an e- is an easier platinum than Rise of the Tomb Raider. I think you should challenge yourself. What if are, what? are you familiar? What? Are you familiar with Tricky? <laughs> I know he has a platinum in the division, so he needs to offset it by actually platinum. <laughs> a lot more oh, touche! Uh, I do like that uh, in, in the new poll. Um, Jared left a comment saying you should wait for them to release a VR porn game, and then uh, Mr. Joseph Priestley in the group says uh, VR I am Mayo, and then uh, Austin from the Vertical Site says closest thing to porn, really. I was gonna say those are so, pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah, so um, I will be getting Ratchet and Clank for my 69th Platinum. How about for the 70th, you go for Rise of the Tomb Raider? He's got his 70th planned already, don't you? you? 100% Tomb Raider. Uh, I do not, I'm, I'm like six trophies away from the uh, Phantom Pain one. Um, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I'm pretty close. I think I, I just got to go back and do some cleanup. Um, but... There is actually a debate which, which should be my 70th Platinum, but honestly, right now, I think my 70th Platinum is going to be uh, Batman Telltale. So. Yeah. Uh, but I can't play Batman until I finish uh, Ratchet and Clank, so that's going to be my next uh, goal. All right, so getting back to the show that we had this long uh, detour. Uh, we're going to do what, you what know, we're usually, playing. Gonna... Usually that's what people refer to the division as, the long detour. Um, let's get back to what we're playing. I'm going to start it off. Uh, obviously, I got my platinum uh, today. That was in Watch Dogs Two. Uh, I'm going to have a Sophie's Trophy, and I, it seems like uh, Mark is going to have one too. Uh, I'm going to give you Sophie's Trophy about uh, uh, the Watch Dogs Two, uh, and that's really all I've been playing. Oh no, I, I played other things. What what the hell else did I play? Uh, did you get it on the uh, Call of Duty Gamer Night? Certainly nothing good. No, I didn't get it. Uh, I, I did play The Division, but that was only to get the uh, the care drop, and that was it. Darksiders, War Mastered Edition, and uh, Far Cry Primal I played. Whoa, that's first person. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, so that's what I've been playing. Alex, what have you been playing other than hating your life with WW2K17? Wrestling. That's it, and the little bit of happiness that Rocket Life or the Rocket League gets me. Uh, Rocket Life. Playing. Oh. Playing, uh, playing on online with the assholes that play WWE games. 
There was actually a, was actually a dude, I will not say this person's name, uh, but I basically, uh, this person was Sami Zayn, and, and I was playing as, as someone else, or I was playing as The Rock, and, or no, I was playing as Stone Cold, and this person basically made it so I could do no offense whatsoever, and I got a little frustrated, and I went outside in a regular match, and I grabbed a steel chair, and I whopped him in the head with it, and got disqualified. What followed was a tirade of, tirade of messages from, from this person um, filled with curse words and, like, homophobic um, slander slurs. and all this shit. And, like, slurs that are usually, like, really inappropriate slurs that are thrown at women. And it just reminds you that I had to block this person um, because, like, it's, it, like, just constant messages. And it's like, you know what? Like... The internet is like, and and the network. It, it's just a reminder of how terrible of a place it is. Look, I went and got disqualified in the match because the guy was frustrating me. That's fine, quite frankly. But don't send me a, a a message afterwards, and don't like be inappropriate and crass and all that kind of stuff. It's a it's a wrestling game. It's a very mediocre. It's, a, it's game. just a game. So get get out of my face about that. You got the win. That's fine. I don't care. Um, but quite frankly, don't send that kind of stuff. No matter what you think of the means that I took to get out of the match, I didn't quit out. Um, the match actually was it a random person, or did it was a you random. It was a random before? person. Yeah, it was a random person. Oh, okay. And the match actually went on. We fought for like twenty something minutes, so it wasn't like I just grabbed a chair in the first few minutes and just pummeled him with it. So like, just don't just be. If you're online, just and you're you're thinking about sending hateful messages to people, don't be polite, be courteous, say good game. Even if you don't say good game, just don't be a dick. Bravo! All right, and uh, I, I know you said uh, Rocket League in there. Yeah. We have a, uh, a little foreshadowing. We have some uh, Rocket League smack talk coming up later in the show. Is it a challenge? <laughs> um, we'll find out when well, we get there. It, it, it's more of a a duck and a juke to a challenge. A duck and a juke. Boo! We'll 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 get there. Uh, Yield, what have you been playing? Oh, uh, let's see here. I have been playing some... See, I was playing some uh, Little Big Planet with my one niece. Uh, my other niece, I was playing some Mario Kart 7 on the 3DS, to which she uh, we ended up in a draw. So I was kind of proud of her for that. I figured I'd walk all over her. So. Um, see, played some Trackmania Turbo, which is... A fun game. I, I I wish when you played split screen, you could bump the other car instead of just passing right through. Other ghosts. Yeah, huh? instead of passing yeah. right through each other. That's slightly a bummer, but it was still fun. Um, I will never. The I, focus on that game is. Uh, I'm sorry. I was going to say the focus on that game is to get the the best time, and the, so they have to make it so that people can't interfere with each yeah, other to I, get the the time. I get that. I, I and I'm not for the only. Best time I'm willing to get is like to beat my friend. I don't care about topping the world, or it is kind of cool. You can be topping your state, so that's kind of cool. Um, but I doubt that'll be a platinum I get just because of everything you've got to do. And I'm just like I, I'm not that good in racing games. Um, let's see here. I played some Mario Kart Double Dash. Uh, played some. You can you can crash into each other in that one. Yes, and we did a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> played the Warriors. Uh, Warriors, come out and play! <laughs> That's the only thing my friend kept saying all night. 
Uh, That's all I would do, too. Oh, what else was there? Oh, oh, play Infamous First Light. I fired that up after we recorded last week. That's going to kind of be the next Platinum I go after. And I believe that that's it for the games I've played so far this week. So this is all the birthday games you're playing? Uh, somewhat. Uh, the Warriors and Double Dash and stuff, uh, me and the guys were playing last night. So that's what all that was about. And my, and, 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 and the Warriors, my buddy's, my buddy's like, man, I, I got this game. I know it's a PS2 game, a classic, but he's like, it has to do with the movie. So we started playing it, and by golly, they tied trophies into it. I was like, well, at least there's trophies It's a Rockstar it. game. I, I know that. I was like, wow, this is a Rockstar right. Toronto. And I mean, and it you can tell from playing that game to playing something nowadays because they were dropped in, like, kind of racial stuff. I know it's based on the movie, but it was like, wow. They don't say that kind of stuff now. But they went there. That, that, that I was like, that's kind of refreshing. They went there. That's cool. <laughs> I heard uh, Mafia Three goes there a lot too. Do they? Uh, so I won't be this week, Mafia Three. Continue. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mafia Three goes there. It, it, they built a really good environment of the uh, the '60s in Louisiana, and so they they do go there a lot, which is pretty refreshing. Yeah, but I also heard that Mafia Three has a lot of problems. Oh, glitches and stuff. Yeah. It's an open world game for one, and for two, like that's just I don't know. It, it is what it is. But I've heard I've heard the story is really good. Uh, so this week was my final week of the semester. So I played uh, try and pass all my finals, which I can now officially announce that I did, and probably got the what would be considered the platinum in uh, the fall 2016 semester, in being that I have straight A's in all of my classes. And that's the most important platinum you could have earned all that year. That is a very important platinum. Uh, to celebrate, I started Watch Dogs. Uh, I haven't gotten very deep into it. Uh, and actually, One it's the, the original Watch Dogs. I knew that was going to come up. Yeah, I started the first Watch Dogs because it's something I already own. And uh, I'm going to try and uh, use this next month or so of uh, freedom before next semester starts to uh, try and knock out some of my backlog games. So I started Watch Dogs. Let it, me know when you need the boost because... Uh... There's a trophy for hacking somebody. Yeah, I I don't know that I'm gonna. I think I'm just gonna play through the story. Uh, it's it's tough. Like, in fact, I haven't done any of the side stuff. I'm just kind of mainlining the story. Um, it's it's not a great game. The character Aiden Pierce is kind of a dick, and I really don't like him. Uh, the the handling of the cars so many, is pretty fucking horrible. So many, well, yeah, okay. Well, the handling of the cars, I'll agree with you because uh, I I think Ubisoft used Watch Dogs. To try to get them ready for the crew. To learn how to do car physics and stuff. Right, and it didn't work out. But everybody says Aiden Pierce is a dick. I didn't have a problem with him as a character. I don't like him at all. I really don't. I have I have no investment in him at all. Uh, but I, I'm going to finish it. Oh, you, you got to tell me. You got to do one thing for me. You have to go try to do a drinking game. And you have to come back and tell everybody that I'm not wrong about those drinking games. Okay, I'll definitely do that for sure. Uh, is that something that pops up on the map? Oh, it's at the like the bars and stuff, right? It's like a martini yeah, glass. Yeah, it's, it's at a bar. Yeah. And okay, cool. Y- you know the first the first couple ones you'll do just fine. It's when you get into the later levels that you go. This is absolutely insane. Like how how do they honestly expect anybody to do this? And just remember one thing: when you get there. Before they they passed the game to make that easier, it was actually ten times harder before. 
Good time. So just keep that in mind when you're doing it. And uh, Mark, what have you been playing? Uh, I started the week with Darksiders, the War Master or whatever edition, because I'm still playing that. But then on Tuesday, I finally, after two years of waiting, Ark Survivor Evolved is now on PS4. So I've been playing that excessively, almost daily for at least five or six hours. Yeah, I keep getting emails about that game. It's it's one of those ones where when I first got the first press release when it was on PC, like Steam Early Access, I was like, okay, console, and then they announced it was going to be on Xbox One, and I was like, so uh, PS4, we gonna we gonna finally get it? And then after months and months, anytime they gave me a press release for like an expansion or an update for PC, I was like any word on ps4 and they're like no we can't say anything yet so now finally it's out and i'm in love with this game because i've been waiting so long because my pc is is it a complete game it. it's like a yeah. what is it, like a survival complete type now. game that's why i guess that's why i waited for sony it's basically think of minecraft yeah similar or, game to that yeah yeah minecraft yeah but it's you level up and when you level up, you get engram points, and you use those points to learn how to craft new things. So you can start off with just making, like, thatch and straw huts, all the way up to, like, steel, guns, and everything else. So it's like, Yeah, it's I was going like, to say, it's like first-person Civ is what I was about to say, actually. Yeah, it's basically, you progress through the eras, and I, I love, like, now that it's finally finished, like, the texture and everything cool. on the PS4, it looks amazing. And I've been having fun. You can mount and ride, like, a T-Rex, and that's no one goal in my life to ride a T-Rex. That's probably the only place you're going to do it then. All right, let's get into our news. Our first bit of news up until, as we've said, until the end of the year is going to be Extra Life. So, Troy, give us an update on Extra Life. So, uh, Extra Life posted up an update on their Facebook that they were at $8,707,861 raised. Their goal now is to hit $9 million by the end of the year. Um, by their calculations, if every single person who is participating in Extra Life donated just over five bucks, they would easily hit that nine million dollar total by the end of the year. So that's a good cause. And then also, if you were able to, you know, maybe put the five dollars in towards the Proven Gamer team, we could also get Tricky a couple of tattoos. So that's also a good reason <laughs> to go ahead and to donate the five bucks. You know, I was going to say that as well too. <laughs> uh, yeah, just going back to the tramp stamp, listeners, I like. I want you guys to donate to Extra Life. It's it's not so much to get me a tramp stamp. I want you guys to donate the money because it's for the kids. I'm just offering up embar- life a lifetime of embarrassment to make sure we hit the goal. So, regardless, he's got he's got to get the Extra Life tattoo. So at least should at least get the team up to fifteen hundred bucks because he's got to join the the club. Uh, me and Jeremy both have our Extra Life tattoos that we got this year. He he needs to join that club. Join the club, Troy. Do you have a tramp stamp? No, I don't have a tramp stamp. I've got an extra life tattoo, and that's the fifteen hundred dollars. So once we, the once the team hits fifteen hundred dollars, Triggy's going to get the extra life logo, which is the controller with the wings and the halo uh, tattooed on himself. And then the two thousand dollars is where we he decides to get a tramp stamp. I have I have three tattoos. I have on one arm, I've got the extra life logo. On the other uh, bicep, I've got a Batman uh, emblem, and then on my wrist, I've got three Zelda hearts. Yeah, I got, Sweet. I got, uh, right now I got three, right now I got three tattoos. One is a Dale Hart Jr. tattoo that I got tattooed on me when, uh, Jr. won the July race after his father died. Uh, it's actually the JR Motorsports logo. Uh, that's on my right forearm. My left forearm is, uh, 
my daughter's name with a with a rose and on my right calf is uh Oscar the Grouch uh because it's the sanitation logo cuz he's a trash uh, man sanit- he's he's a sanitation uh mascot and on the can it says DSNY for Department of Sanitation of New York our next the, bit of the news ta- is the, the PlayStation cast. 4 the Tatcast the PlayStation 4 has officially sold 50 million units worldwide uh, I gotta ask: Is that I saw somewhere that, where that is more than the Wii U and Xbox One combined? Is that confirmed in the story? Combined, yeah. I think that's that. That is confirmed. Yeah. I mean, the the, the Wii U doesn't contribute a whole lot to that total, and, and neither does I mean, the, the Xbox One. By all by all last last uh, accounts, the Xbox good, right? One had half of what the uh, PlayStation Four had, and I don't know. Yeah, they just hit. 20, like so yeah, they've got Friday, four months straight where the Xbox One has been the the highest selling console in America, but at the same time, like they've still got so much catching. That's up because do. everybody went out and bought a PlayStation Four, so now they're like, well, now I've got some extra money. Let's go buy an Xbox One. Our next bit of news is the PlayStation Four and Xbox One have dropped down to two hundred and fifty dollars. This is a temporary. This is a temporary price cut. The previously announced temporary price cuts for the PlayStation Four and Xbox One go into effect today, as of this recording. Uh, for the next few weeks, you can get either system for only two hundred and fifty dollars. That's the pr- that's the price the consoles were offered on Black Friday. So you're getting a pretty solid deal. This is for the console bundle, so you get the system and at least one game for $250. All major U.S. retailers are offering the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One discounts, so you can basically shop wherever you want. The PlayStation 4 deal is good until December 24th, while the Xbox One offer is described as being available for a limited time. So if you don't have the new consoles, now is the time to get them. If I was to get another console, I, I think I've said it before, but I I would get an Xbox One S, uh, which is the newer, new slimmer Xbox One. Uh, reason being is because it has a 4K Blu-ray player built in, so you can do the UHD Blu-rays. Um, so as far as like, I mean, I don't want a PS4 Pro. I'm fine with what I've got as far as PS4. I have an original Xbox One, so I really probably wouldn't jump on it. But if I had a choice of the new consoles, I would definitely get one of those One S's for the, uh, the 4K Blu-ray. So that's not a bad deal for 250 bucks for a, a console that plays 4K Blu-ray, plus you get a chance to, to play some of the games that haven't come to PlayStation. All right, our next bit of topic is, uh, uh, as PlayStation does every year, they have holiday sales. There's going to be four weeks of deals, so unfortunately by the time you hear this, the first week is going to be over because that's going to end on December 13th at 8 a.m. Pacific time. But uh, do look forward to the following three weeks. Uh, starting... Uh, Last week, obviously, uh, games are up to 75% off and 80% off if you have PlayStation Plus. Uh, first week's games includes games like Borderlands, The Handsome Collection, EA Sports, UFC 2, Tom Clancy's The Division Gold Edition. And this also includes movies like The Hobbit, Trainwreck, and more. Uh, there is a, an expansive list. Uh Troy, you put this on the agenda. Is yeah. there any games in here particularly that you want to uh, talk about with the deals? So uh, I actually have a couple games in my cart that I need to, to pay for uh, before the uh, this week's sale ends. Let me. I'm sorry, I'm trying to pull up my cart now. Um, so I've got uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, which is a Vita and PS4 game. It's normally 15 bucks. It's uh, four 4.94 with PS Plus right now. 
Uh, it's a really cool game. It's kind of a roguelike where you, you make a run, uh, if you are familiar with the, the genre, but you make a run and you try and get as far into the game as you can. Uh, when you die, everything starts over. You lose all your progress and everything's... Um, procedurally generated so each time you go in it's different uh, but this one's got a cool spin because it's it's uh, a rhythm based so you move on the rhythms and you attack on the rhythms and you get more uh more damage for attacking on the rhythms and the soundtrack alone is is a dope ass game uh and it's also a vita game i i've got this down for vita and also the other one that i have on my list is the fall uh which is a kind of a side-scrolling sci-fi story um, it's actually really intriguing and, and cool, and that one is on sale for less than two bucks. It's a dollar ninety nine on this sale. Uh, uh, these these sales are actually aren't going to be going on by the time you guys uh, hear this, but definitely look out for the next two or three weeks to uh, to see what else goes on sale. There's also a very great easy platinum on the sale for seven dollars, which is Goosebumps. But I think. Well, I don't have plus anymore, so it's seven for me. So I think it's probably like five something. Goosebumps. Let me look it up real quick. Oh jeez, it's um, it's like a point and click. <laughs> it's like Shadow, uh, whatever, like point and click type thing. And I got it because when you're dating someone, who doesn't? Uh, four forty nine is what the total is for with plus. Yeah. There's it's seven it's seven fifty without plus. There's Tricky's sixty ninth platinum right there. That would be Tricky's seventy first platinum. I'm catching you, Alex. I'm catching you. I was talking to you. Ah, that's cool. Troy. I'm I'm not in the race anymore. <laughs> I'm catching up. I'm gonna catch trophy in the, the in, uh, you're, in the trophy. You're you you're, you're back goal. up to twelve hundred behind me. I know. Me. I've I've worked two jobs. Okay, I can't sit around and just play the division all day. Yeah, I don't play the division. But what I did play was Watch Dogs Two, and unfortunately, some bad news for Watch Dogs Two. The DLC has been delayed due to multiplayer patches. <gasps> that was a good segue. The T-Bone content for Watch Dogs 2 will now launch on December 22nd, uh, December 26th in Japan for the PlayStation 4 and tw- January 24th for the Xbox One and PC. The first round of DLC was originally set to launch on December 13th for PlayStation 4, but has been pushed back to, quote, additional development resources, end quote, needed to stabilize the game's, quote, seamless multiplayer functionality, end quote. You know, I, I think I know actually why the the real reason that they're actually holding that game back. It's it's because clearly one of the voice actors had to say the word octagonal, and they're stumbling over it. So they've got to go back, and they've got to clear months of space so this person can get octagonal right. Octagonally. Uh, speaking of which, did you guys see the post by Homer gets duffed in the? Facebook yes, I did. It was pretty classic. So the patch has been delayed. The best part about that post, though, is he was calling you out on your mozzarella uh, pronunciation. Yeah, but he actually... But the, the funny thing is, he he called me out and then defended me. You saw that? Yeah, it is what it is. I, I actually saw his, his argument on the defense. Also, Tricky, I do want to say that um, if, you, if you've been to Twitter... I did it. I, I you Twitter, please, you. I actually put out a tweet, my first tweet in a month. <laughs> I used Twitter. To uh to to fire some shots at your bow there, Tricky. How did you like that? Did you read it? Um, I did read it. I don't remember what it says. Must not have been uh well, that important. You don't know how to Twitter. You don't know how to Twitter. Would you like me to read it on the air? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Hold on. Uh, given how given how he says mozzarella, Tricky has as much Italian in him as a squirrel on a unicycle. 
Yeah, and then uh, Troy responded with, "That's this is the only FCC-approved way for Alex to make his return to troll Tricky Mick. Yep. I definitely approve that message. <laughs> I also want to point out that Troy's name is Bok Troy. I find that hilarious. I changed that yesterday. Uh, next bit of news, Overwatch is having a Christmas event, which is beginning December 13th. So by the time you hear this, it's already going on. Word of the event comes by way of Twitter, where Overwatch's official account tweeted a GIF of a holiday card, which includes the date along with the message, quote, it's the most wonderful time of the year, and we hope you'll join us for some holiday cheer, end quote. <laughs> no other details are known at this time. Sound files uncovered late last month indicate a new character interactions and maybe a Christmas jingle. So if if the, uh, the Olympics and the... Uh Halloween event are any indication this ought to be a really good uh, Christmas event. They always have some really good quality skins and and things like that in their loot boxes during these events. So I really look forward to playing some more Overwatch over the Christmas break to to try and get some of these dope skins. Uh, Blizzard's on point with their um, their character design and everything like that. Like that, it's just amazing. And I I wanted to make sure that this was in the agenda so that we could uh, kind of let people know, especially since Overwatch in the Facebook group had kind of had a, a resurgence uh, when Kalai and some of the others got a chance to, to try it out during the uh, during the free weekend. And so I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that this Christmas event was coming up because it should be pretty dope. Well, speaking of character design, uh, let's talk about another company has good character design. That's Naughty Dog. Uh, apparently, Naughty Dog has teased us with The Last of Us three months ago. Uh, nobody really realized it at the time, but uh, back in September, Naughty Dog posted out a picture uh, honoring uh, Outbreak Day, um, which, uh, sh- if you guys look at the picture, it's actually a picture of the forearm facing straight down with Ellie's tattoos holding a knife. Uh, as we can see in the trailer that uh, came out at PSX, those are the same tattoos that are on Ellie's right arm. So apparently uh, Naughty Dog told us three months ago, and nobody was the wiser. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Like, it, it, There's no way anybody could have made that connection at that time because nobody knew that Ellie was going to have tattoos on her forearm. So, I mean, it was cool of them and all. It's but... not like they teased us to Kojima style or anything like that. But you have to admit that's that really solid. You have to admit that was pretty uh, damn slick of them. Sure. And it only proves that uh, it didn't just happen to all the pe- all the haters I got last week going, oh, well, you know, you didn't announce it. Naughty Dog just came up with that trailer. Yeah, no, they've okay, been okay. working on that forever, dude. <laughs> that's definitely not yeah. new. So they decided to make The Last of Us 2 two weeks ago. Yeah, they're like, hey, guys, we need something for PSX. How about uh, let's do a new The Last of Us? Hey, yeah, let's throw that together real quick. So hashtag Tricky was right. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to skip a topic real quick and we're going to come back to it just to because uh, our, our next topic is going to be a little of a conversation. Uh, the last bit of news is the Telltale series Batman. Uh, episode five will be released by the time you guys hear this. The f- uh, fifth and final episode will be released on December thirteenth. It is entitled "City of Light" and it will be available for PC, Xbox three sixty, Xbox One, PS three, PS four, and compatible iOS and Android devices. In the season finale, the leader of the Children of Arkham prepares to carry out the final act of the plan to destroy the Wayne family name. The fate of the city and the Wayne family will depend on the choices you make, according to Telltale. 
In addition, City of Light will begin in very different places depending on the decisions that you made in Episode 4. So, everybody's Season 5 is going to start out in a different now, spot. You play, or you're playing it too, right, Tricky? Because I finished Episode I only finished Episode 3. I didn't uh, wow. go back for you. Out of all the Telltale games I've played, I always play them when episodes come out. Like I think this is the most excited I've been to play a season finale for a Telltale game. It's been a really good story. That's hype. Yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely been on point. Uh, but let's talk about something that wasn't on point, and that is IGN posted an article about 10 big missing games that we did not see at PSX 2016. Days gone. The Last of Us 3. <laughs> uh, now, I, I really don't want to go into uh, all what IGN said. Super Mario I just want to bring Switch up Land. these 10 games. I want to bring up these 10 Dark games and, and just get your initial opinions on the games. If you don't want to talk about it, then, you know, obviously we don't have to talk about that particular game. Oh, jeez, you guys are just trying to derail me today, aren't you? If we don't want to talk about it, just say pass, and then we don't have to chit-chat. Uh, but as I bring up the game, if you have something to say, you know, obviously say your piece. Uh, but if you don't, then we'll just move on. We don't have to worry about say, somebody saying pass. Pass. Uh, the first game is Dream, yes. which is Minimakio's next game. Uh, does anybody really interested in Dreams? Nope. Yeah, I don't really care. Okay, the next game we did not see is Days Gone. See, told you. After a long wait of the studio's next pro- after a long wait of the studio's next project, we finally learned that Sony Bend was working on Days Gone back at E3. We did not see this at PSX. Did anybody really want to see more of Days Gone? Probably not yet, but I just I just want to announce that I was right. I kind of figured it wasn't going to be there. All right, the next bit, next game is Deep Down. This is Capcom's game. What, what's it about? Forgot about that. that was it? I have okay. no idea. Something deep down. It's, yeah, no, it's I have no clue. Fr- it's it's going to be free to play. Nope. Uh, okay, well, so moving on. Nope. Evil. Uh, had something from Marvel's Capcom, so it's like you can't have too much, like you know, Capcom stuff. Makes sense that they wouldn't be there. Our next game is Quantic Dreams. Next game, Detroit Become Human. I, I'm, I'm interested from the trailer at E3, and and uh, and Beyond Two Souls was was really good. So you know, now that you say Beyond Two Souls, I always question: Are you saying it right, or are you saying it the way we say it? No, I'm saying it wrong. It's actually uh, Beyond Murdered Suspect. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, what? I would play that game. No, it's Beyond uh, Two Souls. And it's Murder yeah, Two know, Souls. B- b- right. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next game is Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm not even surprised at all that that wasn't there. That, that game's going to be delayed. I mean, it's episodic. Well, it's already <laughs> breaking it down into three separate games. So Epic fail. The next game is God of War. Oh, thank no, heavens that wasn't the there. Yeah, I'm glad it did. Remake. Uh, the next game is Kingdom Hearts 3. I was actually surprised that there was nothing, because they said flat out when Final Fantasy 15 was done with development, they were going to put all their chips in the basket and finish Kingdom Hearts 3. So I assumed, because Final Fantasy 15 was coming out, we were just going to get Kingdom Hearts stuff. Yeah, that's no, surprising. that's, I mean, how many more games are there? So, I mean, the trend I'm seeing is a lot of these games were uh, originally just announced at e3 and so they're all like probably super early in development so there's not a whole lot of new information so the fact that they were missing from psx is not a huge surprise um i mean that's the way i see it is is 
these games that like we didn't know god of war existed until e3 and they probably haven't got a whole lot more to even talk about on it much less you know like show so i i'm not surprised that a lot of these games haven't didn't make it to psx and i think it's fine i think it'd be better to troy it'd be better for them to actually like bring forward information when they have new information rather than you know screwing around and and kind of leading us along um there is such a thing as like fatigue you know if they if they keep showing us at every single event all these games then we're just going to get fatigued hearing about it and the hype goes away i'm the opposite spectrum of that i think they're like kingdom hearts final phase seven those are going to sell regardless like god of war it's going to sell happy so like oh we don't need to show anything people are going to be hyped when we just tell them the game's coming out like they don't need to show anymore because they know the hype's already there for the game so why waste their time and energy when they can just keep working on the game and not build a presentation for a convention yeah so kingdom hearts was the one that i was most surprised i guess so far off the list that wasn't there but then we don't necessarily know how close it is because a lot of the development team that's going to be working on that was working on 15 and they just shipped it so uh, i guess we don't know specifically you know how much more they have to go on that so it may be a good move on their part to not really talk about it or or bring it up and the next game on the list we haven't seen in a year and a half is shenmue 3 oh that I don't think that thing being developed right now because they were doing the whole Kickstarter thing. All right. Next bit of news. Uh, no, excuse me. Next game is Spider-Man. That upset the me. The game that's coming from Insomniac. That upset me that there was nothing. That legitimately bothered well, me. Well, they said that uh, they confirmed before PSX that they were not going to have anything there. I know, and they should have. It's Spider-Man. Especially after the new trailer that just dropped for the movie. I was like, I want more Spider-Man in my life. Do you think they're going to be able to get the game out in time to go alongside the new movie? Oh, yeah. I I don't think so. Well, they have until, what, July? Uh, IGN speculates that the next time we see Spider-Man is either going to be at E3 2017 or at Disney's D23 Expo in July. So I, I don't think it's going to come out because the, the two are not related, so there's no need for them to come out with the movie. True, but it's still nice to have some more Spider-Man in our life. And the last game is Wild. Wild? Okay. That's uh, Michelle Ansel's game, the one with the naked snake lady. I thought that was expansion, the expansion to the crew. I was like, I thought that's already out. No, that's Wild Run. Same difference. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, that is going to close out the topics. But we do have a Sophie's Trophy. Or two. Mark, you can start first with our Sophie's Trophy. All right. So this game, as of right now when you're listening, has been out for a week. It's for Ark Survival Evolved. There's a... Very easy trophy that takes a little... It's easy in getting it, but getting to there is kind of difficult. It's called Cure All. It's basically remove swamp fever from your character. And how you get that is if you run through a swamp or if you bump in and you bump into any infected dinosaurs or infected players because you can get infected in the game, or if leeches latch onto you, you get swamp fever. It lowers all your stats until you cure it. There's only two ways to cure it either a blood transfusion which you can do with other players which is really cool with the gameplay or you can make an antidote in order to do that as you level up you get engram points to you know unlock new recipes you have to be level 20 and you can unlock the the schematics to make an antidote and it's it's uh, cost 16 engram points and basically all you need is a mortar and paste 10 flowers 10 mushrooms and one rhino horn and just craft it up inject yourself and you got yourself an easy trophy it's also the last one on the list because i guess you can get most of the trophies before level 20 so i'm about to get that trophy because i got 
purposely infected with it so I could get that trophy to get the platinum. You know, that sounds, Swamp Fever sounds pretty rough. Uh, we're not running into, in, into any dysentery or cholera on, on this journey, are we? No, it's actually, the, I think that's only one of two diseases you can catch in the game is Swamp Fever. And Swamp Fever is like the worst of them. Was that an Oregon Trail reference? Yes, it was. <laughs> but I didn't have any cool Oregon Trail responses off the top of my head. You could have said there's also no covered wagons on this journey. Yeah, but you could technically make a boat and you can make different forms of transportation so there might be you can make a boat to ford a river oh no you can make a boat and try and go to an island and then a megalodon shark will just eat the shit out of you wait is it just a giant shark or is it actually a megalodon uh there's regular giant sharks and then i saw something and decided to scurry away to shore before i could see but comparing it in size it probably could have ate the t-rex that tried to kill me quite frankly if i hear megalodon i want to see a 50 foot shark that's what i want to see that reminds me that reminds me of uh, Batman Arkham City. Uh, there's a moment in there where you are float- you're like tra- you're traversing this pool of water, this giant pool of water. I can't remember if it's in the museum or not. I think it's in the museum where the penguin's hiding out. And uh, you don't really know what's in the water, but you get an idea that there's something in there. And there's actually a shark in there. And there's actually a moment where you can punch a shark in the face as Batman. And it may be – it's one of the reasons why Batman Arkham City is the one of the greatest games ever made. Certainly the best Arkham game. That's certainly a reference to the comics. Okay, well I didn't read the I didn't read the comics, but I still think it's awesome. Uh and the trophy that I want to talk about is a trophy from Watch Dogs 2, which is uh the t- trophy is called Please Marcus Don't Hurt Him. And that is successfully neutralized five fugitives in Bounty Hunter. This trophy is a royal pain in the ass. There's so many restrictions with it. Oh. Fuck that. Um, the trophy is, uh, in the game, if anybody worldwide uh, happens to get a three-star rating uh, running from the cops, the game allows you to then link into their game and help the cops chase down the person. The trophy is you have to you have to successfully kill five people. And what sucks about this trophy, what makes it so frustrating, is that... If the person dies randomly, you don't get credit for the kill. If the the person dies by the cops who are far ahead of you, they they get the credit. Also, as you link into tracking down the fugitive, two other people can go. So there's not only do you have you could have three people, including yourself, and the cops all chasing this person, but you have to be the one that gets the kill. Nobody else can get the kill. You have to physically get the kill. And it's so frustrating because people are just, uh, you know, randomly shooting you. Sometimes it doesn't link up. Uh, I was shooting. I hit somebody with a car. And they just bounced off and went into the water and survived. I hit you with a car. You're you're cracking some ribs in your spine. But was the car a Prius? Because that might explain it. No, it it was a freaking Ferrari. So the the five kills are cumulative then. Yeah, it's five kills, but you have to make the kill. The cops can't get the kill. The other bounty hunters can't get the kill. If they commit suicide for some reason, they can't. that doesn't count. You physically have to get the five kills. And it's so frustrating because I must have went through 100, to- 100 bounty hunts just to get the one. And that's uh, But Watch Dogs 2 does have some funny trophies. Um, uh, there's one called Hold My Hair, which you have to take a picture of somebody that's uh, puking. 
yeah, so basically you just have to hang out in front of a bar and just wait for some, watch somebody stumble in and just follow them until they start puking and then take a selfie with them in the background. Uh, yeah, so that's my Sophie's Trophy. Sweet. All right. Now, gentlemen, do you want to do our listener emails first or do you want to get into the Bill of Rights? Yeah, we'll get this done before I have to go to work. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All right. Well, we'll we'll go ahead and do the emails first. Our first email comes from 42J. Uh, I've actually, I've read this prior, so you guys have probably noticed in the show, I've already uh, kind of answered this a little bit. But he says, can you please stop referring to Microsoft's console as the X-Bone? It was dumb and disrespectful three years ago, and now it's old, worn, dumb, and disrespectful. We need not disparage other consoles that aren't the main topic of a podcast. We're all gamers, and many of us all own the current hardware. Cool. No, I, I get it for sure. Uh, X-Bone is a good little um, uh, shorthand. Uh, one thing I actually noticed today, I was on Twitter, and the uh, the cheap-ass gamer Twitter account uh, will t- post up deals for games, and they use XBO for Xbox One. And for some reason, every time I see XBO, it makes me think of HBO. And so that was kind of really like throwing body odor. I like XB one for shorthand for the Xbox one, but XBO, like it just, it, it, in my mind, I think, and I'm thinking I'm watching like Westworld or, or something like that, like an HBO special. Um, I will say that, uh, I agree, uh, with the, the listener that emailed in and I, I got the email and I just forgot the name. Sorry. What's the name again? 42 J. Okay, well, I agree with the sentiment that we should not be disparaging consoles because we got through the console wars, and they were dumb. And we don't need a bunch of fanboys, you know, going to each other's throats on the internet. We just don't need that. Everyone have your console, be happy with it, and everyone's good. But I don't think calling the X-Bone is really meant to be, at least on our end, to be disparaging towards the Xbox. It's just a, a, just a shorthand f- form. It's, a, it's brevity. It, it's not meant to be insulting. It's just another way to say the console's name. Yeah, I, I I have no malicious intent when I'm saying that. I, I do. Just, it's just... <laughs> I, I own both consoles, so I definitely don't. If I ever say X-Bone, it's, it's not, you know, to take take a shot at the Xbox. So, I mean, but that, that's personal. I mean, I think it's kind of gone on record here in the podcast since I've been here that I, I'm definitely pro all platforms at this point. Uh, I'm the one who brings up the Nintendo platform half the time. Switch! Our next uh, email comes from Homer Gets Duffed, which uh, he sent us a gaming quiz. Now, gentlemen, I don't know if you've opened this up. I did. But but, uh, the good thing is he's given us a quiz. The bad thing is is he's given us the answers right away. So there's really no way for us to really determine who knows this. I haven't Uh, seen it yet. I haven't seen it. Okay, well, then we'll quit. All right, then we will quiz you guys live. Uh, Question number one. Hey, Crash Bandicoot is making a huge comeback to the PlayStation in a much-needed HD makeover. Crash Bandicoot is a marsupial, and if you like me, you'll know that all marsupials have Bi- bifurcated pouches. I'm not saying that, yeah, no, no, no. I, I was diagonally. I could. Kawami. I could say it. I'm just no, no, no. I can say it. I just wasn't gonna say it. Okay, so what is? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I can say this in a different way. Would you like would you like me to say it? You can say it. I'm just personally not saying it. Bifurcated penises? Huh. Okay. Bifurcate is a big fancy word meaning what? A covered in fur, B is inverted, C divided or split, or D was a Norwegian rock star who frequently wrote songs about elephant poo. 
I mean, I can just use context clues. Buy is is two, so I'm thinking it's split. Yield. Uh. Split. The answer is C. Divided or split. Uh, question number two. So the Last of Us is a thing. Last of Us developed by Naughty Dog. If you were to conduct a quick Google search of the world's world of naughtiest dogs, the first link will take you to a list of 27 naughtiest dogs in the world, where the second entry is Sammy, a lovable but naughty golden-looking looking golden retriever, possibly mixed, with a note around his neck that states that Sammy likes to chase skunks and has been sprayed by skunks about how many times? I don't know why anybody would done this but the it's uh a b or uh, a one time b four times c seven times d 116 times jesus christ uh well who would google that that's not a gaming thing uh it's all good it's naughty dogs man what do you what's your what's your answer yield uh when in doubt go when in doubt go with c one four seven or one sixteen although it's probably one sixteen but I'm going in doubt. Go with C. You know, I'm. So, I was gonna lean C, but also I feel like it, for it to be notable, it probably is the the D. Uh, the answer is B four times. Oh, oh man. Okay, cool. That's still a lot. All right. Question three: Mega Man is really cool. Tricky seems to think Mega Man four is the best. Why Alex thinks that Mega Man three is the best? Both are wrong. <laughs> but. What we all can agree on is that the series has pretty timeless robot masters, including everyone's favorite, that's right, Strike Man. What was Strike Man's special ability? A, a meaningless rebounding ball. B, an inane, ineffective slide kick. C, to jump ceaselessly like a kangaroo. Or D, yet another Woodman's Leaf Shield clone. A. I'll go with... C. Uh, uh, yield is right. A meaningless rebounding ball. And the last question. Speaking of kangaroos, I don't know where we were talking about kangaroos. Because it was bouncing. Come on, man. Keep up. Keep up. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of kangaroos, has everyone seen the video of that guy decking the kangaroo? No. Yep. Have you? Seriously? Seriously, fun times there. If you haven't watched the video, do yourselves a favor and pause the show and watch that guy land a sweet right hook on that kangaroo. You know what you need to do? The the first time I saw that video, uh, Jeremy Holman from the Smart Marks had posted the Aussie Man Reviews the video, which is actually freaking hilarious. So I would recommend you go check that out. And you also got to watch the uh, Conor McGregor redub. Where Conor McGregor comes in and just fucking just destroys the kangaroo. <laughs> anyway, uh, question. Anyway, so it's totally worth it, right? Am I right? Yes. In the Legend of Zelda Oracle series on the uh, Game <laughs> Game Boy Advance, the player runs into Ricky, a kangaroo that allows Link to do what? Uh, and it was a first in gaming. A. Punch in square in his kangaroo face like the guy in the video. <laughs> B. Ride around in his pouch. C. Enter into a jumping contest where the winner has to fight Ganon. Or D. Have sex with him. Wow, that escalated. Wow, that did yeah, escalate. That, <laughs> that got crazy. Not not only is like he gave us four options, but there's only one legit that it could be. And yeah, the answer is B. Ride around in its pouch. Cool. You also didn't give us a chance to answer that. At least I didn't get a chance to answer that. But that's cool. 
Dave. Well, I, I thought it was pretty obvious. Yeah, answer. no. I'm sorry. That was a good quiz, man. I, I really appreciate right. that one. So, Alex, this is yeah. for you. Our last email. Okay. Our last email comes from Resident Daryl. He says, I wanted to comment on something on this latest show. Call of Duty is not just another COD this year. It's a fantastic game that's well-written with a great story that does not hold your hand like previous titles. And it has some old Naughty Dog peeps that came on and helped write the game. It's really good, and I highly recommend it. Titanfall was great. Titanfall was great as well, but the two couldn't be more different, and I mean that in a good way. P.S. I hear the weekly trash talk and want to respond as well. A. I am the Trophy War King. More trophies and more plaques than any other player, all while working 40-plus hours a week and my show never being late. You are welcome, JT. I'm going to respond to that with saying, no, you didn't have more trophies. That was Alex. And you didn't have more plats. That was me. Also, also, why? So quit why, lying to your listeners. Also, it's easy buddy. to have a lot of trophies when you Also, why, why are you bragging when you lost the trophy war, Daryl? Also, I work a 40-plus hour a week job as well. I have a full-time job, too. So, you are not special there. Hey. hey. I was like, I hey. He's claiming. The they're just. Started working 40 hours a week. They're, and I still they're just upset because after a week, they had a, what, a 200 trophy lead? And well, also is doesn't Daryl like doesn't Daryl play games at work? Like, isn't he like kind of yes. the boss and he can play games at work? Yes, but he's what he's saying is that he has more trophies is because he's not counting just his account. He's claiming that he got trophies on other people's in the wars accounts, and those trophies should add to his total. So they should be disqualified for cheating. Yes. <laughs> Wait till season two starts next year for the war. Uh, I don't there think will, there will be so many stipulations. Season. You can only play a Telltale game once. You can only play a cross-save game once. No Hannah Montana. All right. So we all know. So A, Daryl's lying off his ass. We're just going to leave it at that. Stop being a sore loser. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish that on. Like B, speaking of a sore loser... Rocket League was a, a fluke. It was three on two and sometimes four on one because I scored more for the other team. <laughs> so he's already bitching about losing at Rocket League. Re- hey, rematch anytime. Name the day. Well, he has punked out from the challenge of Rocket League rematch and has added C. Team Loot challenges the trophy skanks to Call of Duty, any of them, or Battlefield. Don't be a pussy. Come out and play. So instead of taking our challenge for Rocket League, he has challenged us to a game that he knows that we don't play. Well, and he wants to play us in. A, well, what I'm saying is, as a group, yeah. we don't play. Where all of their members Look, I'm gonna, play I'm going to say this, Daryl. I understand why you guys are shaking your boots because you don't want to play some Rocket League because you got the offensive juggernaut and yield and the defensive mastermind and me on the Trophy Horse team. You didn't play me last time. So I can understand why you guys don't want to play us. It's okay. I don't play Call of Duty in Battlefield because I don't play military shooters because if I'm going to play a shooter, I want some kind of sci-fi aspect to it. I don't care how good Call of Duty is. That's fine. That's great. But quite frankly, when a game comes out every single year, is guaranteed to come out every single year, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. All right? So go play Call of Duty. Enjoy it. I'm not, ca- I'm not backing down from your challenge. I just don't like to play those fucking games. 
Are they going to buy the copies of the game for us to play them? Is that what they're offering? <laughs> I don't know. We should challenge them to like a game. We should challenge them to like Mar- since Marvel's Capcom Three is now on PS4. Challenge them to that. Challenge them to Street Fighter. Challenge them. You know, they want to throw challenges to these games constantly. It's like let's make like a like a kind of like a decathlon about it. Like have four games and have like a gauntlet. Or we could have the community decide what we play. Yeah, Tricky likes to make polls in the group. I I will make a poll. Uh, when the show post does he have more points no no that was it that was the end okay. of his email I want to go back to the first part which was the discussion so the, the Call of Duty discussion came when we were discussing the game of the year uh, nominees because Titanfall 2 was one of the game of the years and uh, Tricky had asked me uh, why I thought that Titanfall 2 was on the list even though it had uh, had poor sales and I think I had made the comment it was, that it was the wor- yeah, it was the worst of the big three. Yeah, that, and I'd made a comment that Call of Duty was just another one of those. Uh, I did definitely misspeak in that the uh, Daryl is correct. The campaign for uh, Call of Duty, I've heard some really great things about. Um, it's really well written. It definitely goes places that they've never gone before. They definitely benefited from having Naughty Dog people come on to help write the, the story. Uh, my comment was more directed towards the multiplayer, which from all accounts that I've heard is just another call of duty multiplayer they really didn't change even the mechanics up much from i think it was either infinite no not infinite that's what this one is uh advanced warfare or black ops 3 um so uh, i i definitely see where he's coming from and i actually intend to play the call of duty campaign because i've heard great things about it uh, my comment was definitely more directed towards the multiplayer which by all accounts is just another call of duty multiplayer which is it's a shame but it's also i guess to be expected they've got a formula and it's done them well for now so they have no reason to change it but that that's i just wanted to address the original uh conversation I know we all jumped into the whole challenging and everything like that, but I definitely give him credit for sure uh, for bringing that up because he is definitely correct that the Call of Duty campaign is supposed to be pretty pretty damn good this year. Yeah, I heard the same thing. I'm not I'm not dispute. I, I and I also want to clarify my comments too. It's like I wasn't just saying that you know I wasn't trying to say Call of Duty was bad or Battlefield was bad or Titanfall was bad. I was just speaking on the fact that overall the discussions that I'm hearing is that. Out of the big three games, Titanfall 2 was uh, not universally but or unanimously, but is it's pretty much being said that that's the worst of the three. And that's that's why I brought my question into play. It was like, why would Titanfall 2 be up for game of the year, but not Call of Duty or not Battlefield 1? Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, the conversation itself was was a fine conversation, and the points we made were definitely valid. I definitely do give Daryl credit for bringing up a, the, the campaign because that's not what I was addressing in that for sure. Um, all three games have their merits for sure. Um, Titanfall Two, from everything I hear, is is a great game. I definitely intend to play it. I really enjoyed the first Titanfall, and I like the idea of having a story in this one. Um, it 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 is good. Uh, the the thing is, is that that whole release window for all three of those games was so crowded uh something had to give and titanfall was the new new kid on the block so it definitely had the uh the biggest uphill battle to to fight in that all right all right gentlemen we're getting to the time where we have to talk about the bill of rights now we put this off for a couple weeks uh but i think we have to finally get into it now i'm going to preface this by saying we are going to get into this in more in depth. We're probably going to do a special Trophy Wars episode where we actually get into the whole thing. But I wanted to explain what the Trophy Wars Bill of Rights is. Um, back in the day, our one of our Horseman brothers, Yield, came up with the term Trophy Chump. 
So, Yield, I will give you the prefaces to, before we actually get into the Bill of Rights, to uh, tell us what you, what brought you to bring up the, the term trophy chump. Oh, geez. Um, what started the whole thing was um, um, the fact of making fun of you for your Hannah Montana and and going after the the quick, easy platinums to bolster your your uh, platinum count and trophy count, which in the name is what Trophy Whores is. Honor among trophy whores, there's still that still exists. Thank you. So thank you, Alex. As as me, Alex, and as much as Tricky would drag down Donnie, Donnie was trying to build as as we were trying to be the honorable whores among trophy whores, and whereas Tricky was anyway, every way, and all the way. So so I all of a sudden trophy chump came about and Donnie latched onto it and we ran with it. Okay. Now with that being said, my argument was that a trophy whore gets a trophy in every way, shape, or form. It doesn't matter the practices. But uh, my horseman brothers all decided that there needs to be a class- classification of what it is. Now, we've come up with four particular ones, uh, which we have uh, defined. But this is a, this is an ever-working process. We're going to try to finalize this. But we're going to go over what our Bill of Rights says so far. So as I post questions in the Facebook group that we can get uh, more of a concise and finalized version of this. Uh, and this is going to be revealed uh, officially at a later time. Uh, so the trophy horse bill of rights uh, headline is the purpose of this document is to determine what does a does not classify a trophy whore into a trophy chump. Our first point of contention is one should not actively engage in seeking platinums in, quote, kitty games. Uh, we define kitty games as games that are solely that are made solely for children with no appeal to adults. Exceptions to this rule include the following conditions. Said kitty game scores above an 80 on Metacritic. Said kitty game was played for more than half the playtime with their child or children. And that total trophy, uh, total kitty platinum trophies, only account for less than ten percent of their total platinums. Does anybody here want to speak on that particular topic? I just want to give an example. Like for instance, the Sly Cooper games are a favorite of mine as well as Donnie's, and they could kind of skew a little younger as far as the the game. Uh, the appeal goes, but they're also really good games made by a really good video game studio, which also have appeal to adults, obviously. So that is a an example of a game that can skew kind of young, but still appeal to adults, so it doesn't count as a game that is developed solely for kiddies in mind. So, like, kitty games, like, I like Legos. I, as a kid, love Legos. Everything Lego, love it. Used to, I even had a job at one time at Lego. Like a little facility. It was great. So I play all the Lego games when they come out. And I can tell you right now, I have not platinumed every Lego game that's come out. As you know, Batman, Lego Batman 3, not going to happen ever. And I think, like, even from, like, a nostalgia standpoint, like, there's a difference between, like, a platform, like if you go play, like, Kung Fu Panda 3, that's king. But, like, if it's something from your childhood, like, the nostalgia factor, I feel like that could be, like, the asterisk and loophole. 
Well, and also if you look at like the subject matter of a lot of the Lego games, the Star Wars games in particular, like Star Wars in general, I guess could be construed as a kids franchise just in in the fact that i think originally it was kind of geared towards children or younger people but there's the vast majority of the fans of star wars are probably now in their 30s you know or 40s so i can definitely see how that you know i don't think that should necessarily count as a kiddie game I, i don't know that any of the lego games um outside of maybe like I actually can't even think of one that that I could honestly say is absolutely designed for kids. I mean, most of the subject matter of the Lego games is something that transcends uh, age groups. So I, I definitely think the Lego games can can count as legit games. All right. Well, we're getting uh, Lego games actually comes into a later part of the Bill of Rights. So let's okay. let's put some so, pause okay. on the Lego yeah. games right now. I got you. So as far as this one's concerned, I almost I almost look at it like. And it it's kind of crazy to, to think of it in this aspect because it's a, a PlayStation thing, but it, the Nintendo test is what I would call it. It's, if this is a game that you could see Nintendo creating first party, you know, like a Mario game or a Zelda game or something like that, like Sly Cooper definitely falls into that. Like I could see Nintendo creating Sly Cooper, you know, so I think that the Nintendo test is what I'm calling it. It, it kind of passes that muster of a game that I think definitely appeals to an adult demographic whereas like an elmo or something like that uh you know barbie horse adventure definitely isn't something that that would pass the nintendo test all right the next one the next point troy would find a way to talk about nintendo in the trophy horrors (laughs) bill of rights you gotta admit that's a pretty good like level though i'm just gonna give you extra credit on top of it because the analogy worked 100 (laughs) percent. but on top of the fact that you found a way to talk about nintendo yeah, well, also, it's adding more fuel to the fire with uh, our podcast brethren on the, the on the site calling us, renaming our show the Nintendo Horse. Well, me and Troy are going to have our own Nintendo podcast next, so it's okay. <laughs> All right, the next bill, uh, point of contention on the Bill of Rights is one will not actively engage in seeking multiple Platinums in the same game across multiple platforms. I, examples, getting a Platinum in... Uh, the same game on the PS3, the PS4, and the Vita, uh, and this is without cross-save. Exceptions to this rule. Exceptions to this rule include the following conditions: the whore earns multiple platinums across multiple players while playing the game in its entirety. So IMAO would not apply because you had to actually play it yeah. a second time. And also that the game in question was played again to set up future game choices. Uh, examples are The Walking Dead, Wolf Among Us, and Mass Effect, in which you have to play the previous games to, to get your uh, saves un- correct. To get your saves correct for the new thing. Now, the reason The Walking Dead is put into question is because most people played The Walking on Dead the on the PS3, and then uh, future games were on the 4, so if you continued the game on the 4, you didn't have your previous choices when you played the game the first time, so that would give you a reason to play The Walking Dead Season 1 on the PS4 to set up the choices for future games. All valid reasons. I, there's nothing to really dispute. Like, makes sense. I, I did the same thing. That's the reason why I played The Wolf Among Us, because I'm still holding out for The Wolf Among Us Season 2. Walking Dead was the same situation. I mean, the only time I purposely played a game multi-platform was when... Uh, oh, fuck, what was it? I think it was Mass Effect, because one of my consoles 
um, it broke, and then I was like, ah, oh, I, like, I never got to finish the game. I was like, I want to play a game. If I didn't finish it on the previous gen, like, I'm going to play it on the next gen. All right. Anybody else have anything to say about this point of contention? I mean, so you, you covered the fact that if the... <clears throat> If you had to play the game through for its entirety, then it doesn't necessarily count as a chumped trophy. Uh, my example would be um, Need for Speed Most Wanted. I have the platinum in that on Vita. Um, that was actually where I earned it first. Uh, it's actually kind of a pain in the ass to get that platinum, yes, especially on the Vita is. because the controls are jacked up. Uh, but then I turned around and earned that that platinum again on the PlayStation Three. Um, but in doing so, like there was no like cross save mumbo jumbo. Like you had to start from scratch and do that entire platinum all no, over again counts. on the three. Because you, because you. Okay. Well, you'll do. You've you've kind of flip flopped on. I that have, thing. and I have finally decided on that. I'm going with if you played through it and didn't, you know, like cross saved and oh look, here in five minutes I unlocked all the trophies. Yeah. No, so, if, like, if you, I do have if, some some that I will openly say that I chumped, being Sound Shapes and the Metal Gear Solid Three Platinum on the PlayStation Three because I legit earned that on the Vita. But then I turned around and did transferring to get it unlocked on the PlayStation Three because I didn't want to go and try and kill all those stupid fucking frogs over again. I did that on DC Universe Online. <laughs> that goes into our third point of contention, uh, which is one will not actively engage in seeking multiple platinums. In the same game across multiple platforms with cross save, exceptions to this rule are all in uh, follow this one condition, and I'm calling this the Donnie rule. The whore who earns multiple platinums across multiple platforms announces that he or she has earned X number of games, uh, X number of platinums in Y number of games. X is stand. Hold on, wait. Is this is this the Donnie rule or is this the me rule? No, this is the Donnie rule. How is that? Because I'm the one that says 81 and 80 games. Oh, well, you know, you know what? I, I, well, okay. It, it's both kind of both your rules. I was going more on Donnie because Donnie was saying that he always minus trophies as well. But yeah, this is okay. We're gonna call this the Alex rule. Okay. Uh, the whore who earns multiple platinums across multiple platforms announces that he or she has earned X number of platinums in Y number of games, where the X stands for the total number of platinums on the PlayStation account, where Y stands for the total platinums on the PS account minus the duplicate platinums. So, yeah, this is the Alex rule, but I was more going with Donnie because Donnie always minus his trophies as well. But Alex does it, and Alex came out in the honorable way, and he did cross-save the way cross-save was intended. He played, what was it, Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time? Sly Cooper 4. Yeah, okay. Sly Cooper 4. So so he, he would play it at home, and then when he would ride the bus to work, he would pull out his Vita and continue his save. So the game, it wasn't built in. None of the game, cross-save games, are built in to realize of, okay, you earned these games on this, or these trophies on this system, these trophies on this system. It's just a rolling account but all the previous ones pop you know let's say you earned one two and three on the console when you turn on your vita you automatically get one two and three so the story as it goes was someone gave me a vita uh gifted me a vita i was visiting a friend uh and i did not always have access to a playstation 4 so I bought Sly Cooper on, or excuse me, a PlayStation 3. So I bought Sly Cooper for PlayStation 3, but it also came with a code to it was unlock 
the Vita version. So I didn't, I couldn't always play since I was visiting someone. I couldn't always play it on the three. So when I had time to to play it, uh, when someone else was doing something on the TV, I would play it on my Vita. So I was merely just trying to get through the game to, as as soon as possible, just to enjoy the game. I wasn't trying to get two platinums in one, kill two birds with one stone. So that's what it was. I couldn't always play on one console, so I had to back, go back and forth between two. And see, he honorably admits that he wasn't trying to inflate his trophy count that way. Yeah, I actually, uh, when it, when the discussion came up in another thread, I think it was a Remember the Loot thread this week, I actually uh, admitted to chumping the uh, uh, Sound Shapes and the Metal Gear Solid 3 plat, but I also said that I reverse chumped the Counter Spy plat because the uh, I think it's the PlayStation 4 and the Vita versions are attached to each other, and I actually, while I was playing that game, took my Vita offline so that uh, my tr- my trophies for the Vita version would not transfer over to the PlayStation 4. So I actually legit earned the Platinum in that game uh, twice, once on the PlayStation 4, once on the Vita, but then once everything was brought online, it, it only counted as one Platinum anyway. But I wanted to actually earn that twice just because I really like that game so much. Bravo. All right. And our last point of contention that uh, we have figured out the guidelines for, or it's still, as I said, it's still going, uh, is one will not actively engage in seeking Platinums in, quote, questionable games. Questionable games is defined as a game solely made for movie marketing, example, Terminator Salvation. Questionable Games is also defined as a game made for kids but is appealing to adults. And that brings up the example that is bringing up the point from before, the Lego games, where they are made for kids but they are appealing to adults. Hold on, I I, I thought we said those were okay. Well, that's why why we're not defining them as kiddie games, we're defining them as questionable games. Sly Sly Cooper is not a questionable game, I have contention with this point. I have contention with the movie ones. I, I have I have contention that that although you could say that a Lego game is kitty, to get the platinums it's kind of a collectathon, and most kids who who would play that type of game is not going to collect everything to get the platinum. So although it is kind of a kitty thing, they make the trophy list for the adult gamer to go get. I have contention that I'm not the I'm the only one who doesn't have contention. So. <laughs> See, for me with the movie games, okay, I get it, Terminator Salvation, like they had the Captain America, Iron Man, the Thor games. I'm I heard that Captain America game was actually a really good game. Oh. It was actually it was it's excellent. It was like one of the, also the it was one of the best movies. Also movie. the Wolverine game. I haven't played oh, that the Wolver- yet. The X Men Origins Wolverine was was fun. I will say that was a fun game. But like, okay, so I have all those because I collect Marvel stuff and D C stuff, so I actually still have physical copies of all those games. My only platinum I have is the Green Lantern Rise of the Manhunters. And it, that does, to me, it's, yeah, it explains some of the movie stuff, Ryan Reynolds in it, this and that. I don't consider that a questionable game for why I had the platinum. I beat the game, I got the platinum. We talked about tattoos earlier. I have two Green Lantern tattoos. I'm a huge fan. Of course I'm going to f- play a Green Lantern game. Just because I got the platinum. I platinum games that I like in franchises that I like. I don't platinum every game I play, obviously, or else I'd have about two to three hundred platinums. So, I have a platinum and green lantern, Rise of Manhunters. The only one that would technically, on my list, outside of Lego games, be considered questionable. But I think if you're a fan of a franchise or a comic book character, that should not make the, the make the platinum questionable. It's like you enjoyed it. It's a character you like. And, and just, 
And just because it's tied to a movie or a licensed uh, property, I mean, we've seen the Batman Arkham series, as well as a lot of the X-Men games, X-Men Legends, uh, have been really good games, so I don't think you can just... No, 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 those games were made as independent games. Those weren't tied in. They didn't follow... Okay, when I'm saying that it's made for movie marketing, what I'm defining as movie marketing is that the game follows the movie line for line. That basically you're playing the movie. That's... So X Men Legends and uh, oh no, I didn't the Batman that. Arkham games—they're no, no. not following a movie. Yeah, their yeah, storyline. Yeah, Iron Man did, Captain America did, Green Lantern technically did because it was the gap in time from when he went to Oa until he went back to Earth. So there, it's Terminator Salvation. Those are movie tie-in ones, like X Men, like the Wolverine one—that's a movie tie-in. You're playing the movie basically, and that was. A you look. I mean, the the Lego games are. I feel like this one needs to be either eliminated or edited to be more specific because right now it's pretty general. Well, that that's the point of what we're doing right now is we're bringing this to the audience to open the discussion because when I posted the first question uh, for the other points of contention that we haven't defined yet, there was a little bit of confusion which brought us in saying this has got to be a topic of the week so we can actively – let our listeners know exactly where we're standing and so they can help us fi- finish this out. Yeah. So all this, as I said, yeah. this is a living document. This all is right. going to be changing as we go. This is just opening the discussion right now. So you saying that this needs to be more defined is the exact reason why we're discussing this right yeah, now. Yeah, so like if there's like a SpongeBob movie game or like the Kung Fu Panda one, except for Kung Fu Panda 3 because that's online heavy, like I would say like, yeah, like a Nickelodeon or Disney-based movie game, obviously. Sesame Street. Questionable. So the thing that gets me on this, and I think it, it ties into so much of this entire uh, Bill of Rights document, is the question of intent. Like, do you intend to play this game because you enjoy the franchise, because you like the game, because you have some reason outside of, hey, I just want to boost my trophy count to play this game to get the platinum? Um, and that intent is subjective i mean somebody can say oh i love elmo and that's why i played elmo adventure and that's why i got the platinum in that game and it's it's all i guess it it comes down to intent and also it's it's the honor system and the the problem is 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 there any way for us to police this you know i mean you can call people out all you want on this crap but there's honestly no way to know whether or not somebody legit got this platinum trophy or you know whether or not it was it was just to pad their trophies. Uh, I mean, well, well I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, you were just on uh, whatever talk gaming two, in which Donnie uh, went off about trophies and stuff like that. And we're not going to get into that whole show, nope. but one of the points he brought up in that show is that he got the Mega Mind Platinum. Uh, he defines it as not chumping because he enjoys the Mega Mind series. Yeah, he he yeah. defines that as not chumping because he actually liked Mega Mind. Where I will tell you, I got the Mega Mind Platinum just to get the Platinum. I didn't. I'd never and, seen and, the movie. And we have, and we have so, said stuff like that is is where the honorable comes into it. Because like Alex, Alex loves Toy Story. He played Toy Story three, I believe, because and but Toy Story three actually got good review scores. I think it got above so, an eight. So I mean, and it was is made by Avalanche Studios, which also it was it Avalanche. It might have been Avalanche. I believe. I, be, I, be, may, I believe it's Avalanche. Anyway, it was it was actually like a respectable studio that made it. It got a good review score, so it wasn't like it was just a crap. Just game. a porthouse. Yes, I do enjoy, I do enjoy the uh, the Toy Story movies. 
I'll just say if we if we define this like how I mean how does how is it regulated? I mean I, I, the whole thing. Well, it, it's it's all on the honor system. It's, okay. it's what's going to have to be is the honor system. And I did look it up, uh, Alex. Uh, Toy Story three, the video game. Uh, it was published by Disney, but it was developed by Avalanche. Boom. Wow! Boom! There you go. That uh, that's our points of contention that we have some kind of definition to. Obviously, I said that you know this is a living document, so things can be changed, and all this will be posted up, and uh, we, we'll have an active discussion. And I'm actually going to do a we're we're going to do a trophy horse special episode, or maybe a PG spoilers in which we get the community involved. <laughs> We get we get the community involved and actually have an uh, an open dialogue about this. Uh, there are some points of contention that still need to be defined um, that we don't have a definition for yet, and this is where we need the community to get involved. The points of contention is: could a hard platinum, could it or could it not balance out a kitty or questionable platinum? An example: if uh, as uh, Previously on the show, uh, my chumpness has been called into question. Both Alex and Donnie have said that if I was to go and get the um, Bioshock Infinite or uh, I can't remember the other. What's what's the other game that Donnie? Van- Van- Vanquish. Or if I got the Vanquish Platinum. Come out and play. That if I got the Vanquish Platinum, that would stop them from calling me a chump. Because that would legitimize myself as a gamer. That's a point of contention. Does me go and get the Vanquish Platinum, does that balance out a uh, Hannah Montana? So basically, is the Vanquish uh, Platinum your 10 Hail Marys for the sins that you have previously previously done and that wipes the slate clean for you? Correct. Uh, you, if, if you can get the Vanquish Platinum, I don't care what the <laughs> You go Platinum all the kitty games. Okay. Uh, the next point of contention ours is game to life games questionable. Game, or the toys to life games. Of this, yeah, like the uh, Disney Infinity, Skylanders, Lego um, Dimensions. Lego Dimensions are those kitty or questionable games? And the reason that's put into question is because while the games may be easy to plat, there's also a financial responsibility in trying to collect and play the game. So. Does spending you know a certain amount of money no longer define it as a kitty game because obviously a kid's not going to go out and spend hundreds of dollars on the all the toys. I I I would say I would say the financial route. You know, you could say no. I I really honestly can't give a one hundred percent opinion on it because that is a franchise that I have chosen not to get invested in. So therefore, I cannot speak to the volume of whether or not that is a kitty game or not i think in general those tend to fall in line with say a uh, traveler's tales lego game uh in in theme and also in like play style like they're all very similar to that except the fact that you have a toy that you put on a portal in order to bring your characters in but the, the play style of those games tends to be kind of like a hack and slash you know Gauntlet. game like yeah like the like the lego games so i mean if, if we're going to use that as a reference maybe that's where we go with that is you know it's it, it falls in line with whatever we decide for the lego games all right the next point of contention is time to platinum in question uh example I am Mayo. Gonna, we're gonna have to, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to suspend disbelief for a second. But 
for argument's sake, let's say I am Mayo, which is a platinum that you can get in an hour. If it's a good enough game, let's just say it has Last of Us story quality. It's that good of a game. But you could get the platinum in an hour. Does that not legitimize the platinum? Does that is That's that a now a question? Here's, here's, no, 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 no. Here's what it is. Here's what I'm going to say. Money does not matter. How much you spend does not matter. Time does not matter. It only matters the quality of the game or the experience. Okay. I can go with that because, um, you know, people would say had Journey had a platinum, which you can get, which you beat in, what, two hours, I hear? Something like so, that, yeah. So you look at, like, Journey, you look at uh, Limbo, you look at the new game Inside. Like, these are games that it tops, like, two or three hours tops that they take to play through. Whether or not it takes that long to platinum, you know, is... is is a different story but if those games let's say that the platinum for those games could be gotten in one playthrough so in two hours you get a platinum in one of those games those games are, are highly regarded some of them have been you know game of the year nominees if not winners in in years past all right the next point of contention is having someone else get your trophies example of your kids uh let's say uh you're playing just dance and you like I'm actively playing the game with my daughter, but she does something in the game while we're playing that gets the trophy where I did not actually accomplish what the trophy was required. No, you, I, I would say that's okay because you you are playing that with somebody else. It would, be, it would be like playing couch co-op or pass the controller with a group of friends and somebody earns a trophy. If you're co-oping or friends playing and hanging out with you, that's fine. if you're purposely giving someone your account to get trophies, yeah, it it, it 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 wasn't a trophy war where it was here, earn me this trophy to make us look better, you know. Ooh, yeah, I think that 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 definitely calls back to the intent thing. It's like, it was your intention to you know just let your kid play this game, which is you know a legitimate you know thing. But if it was like, hey, dude, I'm stuck at this trophy. Why don't you come play this for me to earn this trophy? That that's a bad intention. All right, and the last point of contention is SharePlay trophies. The example I'll give is uh, when SharePlay was put out, I was uh, I was curious to see if somebody else could earn me a trophy in which uh, in Assassin's Creed Unity. That would be the first one, yes. Uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Unity, there was a trophy for uh, going out to a balcony at your home and standing there for 10 seconds to enjoy the view. So I, I let somebody else, uh, I share played the game and let uh, uh, Stash, uh, a former guest host on the show, uh, take control, walk me over to the balcony, press the button, wait 10 seconds, and the trophy did pop. And you, you got now, credit for it, correct? Right, the trophy popped on my account. Well, see... It did not pop on his account, it popped on my account. Now, I did it with that trophy because... That trophy, obviously, there was no skill involved. It was yeah. just a, a test. Uh, but with that being said, if I was to let, you know, let's just say that uh, Alex wanted to play the division, and I gave him the I gave him the controller, and he got a kill that got me a trophy. No, let's go. No, 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 no. no, no. Let's not, no here, let's not here, say I've that. I've got one better. Um, let's say that. Let's say you were trying to get the platinum and Flappy Goat. And you could not get by that last level. But yet you know somebody who has agonized through that level and gotten it. So you have him get it for you. 
no, no, no. That that right there, that's cheating. That's that's to me is cheating. What I'm saying is, if I'm give if I give you control of a game that you want to try out before you buy, and in the process of you trying it out, you happen to that's get that trophy. Ultimately, so ultimately, it's, ultimately it's going to come down to intent. If you if you are yeah. sharing it with somebody to go, you know, hey, I want to try this game out, and the guy, the the person that is playing the game out earns you some trophies. You know, it, it, it is that, what it is. That fits in with the with the couch co op yeah, discussion I, that we already I, had. I, I would also say, if that is something that you are are possibly worried about, then that person would set up a, like a dummy account. You know, oh, well, you want to try this game for me? Hold on here, sign in under your dummy account, and then therefore you can earn all the trophies you want, and it ain't going to affect your main account if that's something that you were worried. The odds about. are that like, person's not going and earning I've the platinum during that well, share play. You, to get well, you hold what, hold up. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You can't set up a dummy account because you have to be plus to use share play. Yeah. So setting up a dummy account and buying plus. Oh, yeah, that's, that's cost prohibitive. All right, shut that theory down. Okay, well then I would say as long as your intent is for the simple fact of of letting somebody try a game, then yeah, it goes down to like couch co op. It you know it is what it is. Now I've actually used share play to get a platinum because <gasps> I had one controller with the Lego what. Uh, Marvel one. Well, that well, that's 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 co-op. Yeah, again. yeah we, that's we, co-op. I'm just saying, I use Kinda share play to have someone else. I had one controller. I was gonna sit there with two, go buy a controller and just. No, no, we're, we're we're where we're trying to go is the fact of saying the, the one person who's not you is in yeah, is no. share playing your game and they're actively playing by themselves. You have no control over yeah, anything happening in the game. That should that trophy count for you, or should that platinum count for you it's incidental it's it's in the same vein of like sitting around doing couch co-op and also who in the hell is trying to do complex math math mathematics to try and keep track of what their actual genuine trophy count is not me okay well these are all the points of contention that we have so far listeners if you uh know of any other situations please bring it to our attention so we can bring it to the discussion this would be a great Um, email if you have some input on this well, a great email, but I ultimately uh, what I want to try to do is get our community on the show with us to actively engage in the conversation with us. But absolutely, send us emails, get us get involved. The more information we have, the more we have to put this thing together. Uh, but with that being said, that is the Bill of Rights as we have it right now, uh, and we don't have anything else. So let's do some housekeeping. Let's clean this shit up. Uh, Proofofgaming.com is looking for some writers, podcasts, video editors, news reports, and generalized help with the site. If you're interested in applying, go to ProofingGamer.com, click on the Help Wanted tab, and fill out the application, and I will get back to you as soon as possible. While you're there, be sure to check out all of our articles and all of our videos. Speaking of our videos, they can be found on YouTube by doing a search for Official Proving Gamer. If you want to get a hold of us, there are several ways to get a hold of us. The first one is our phone number. Troy, what's our phone number? 330-PROVEN-9. Yield. What does that mean? 330-776-8369-330-7-7-6-8-3-6-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9-9
Also, if you want to send a, a voicemail in, but you don't want to call long distance and get all those international rates, uh, there's a SpeakPipe app on the right side of Proven Gamer. It's also on our Facebook Proven Gamer Facebook page. Uh, just click on that. Uh, as long as you have a microphone attached to whatever device you are using, you can hit the button, leave a voicemail, and that's not just for the podcasters. That's for anybody on the site. If you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, there are several ways. You can contact the site at Proven Gamer. You can contact the show at Trophy Oars. You can contact me at Tricky Mick. You can contact Alex at Saundersaurus Rex. You can contact Yielded. I yield to no one. You can contact Troy at Anti Social Gamer. That's A-N-T, no I, Social Gamer. And you can get a hold of Mark at the underscore Ion Vane. Or at Octagonally Gaming. <laughs> at Octagonally Kiwami. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, uh, that I think that's what we named last week's episode because it I was, ve- it, was, I, it was Octagonal Kiwami. I, I, I vetoed Alex's show name last what week. What was his show name? Uh, which, by the way, challenged. the loot, the loot referenced it in their. Or the loot is referencing that sh- title in their. Actually, using that title for their show this week, which you're letting them do. Oh, it's gonna be all right. Yeah, well, I can't. I can't. Uh, See, this way, your your art lives on. Everybody gets can to be I, exposed can to I, it. Can I say what the title was going to be? Yes, you can say what the title was was going to be. The title that I put in that Tricky vetoed was Tricky's Tramp Stamp. Hashtag Tricky's Tramp Stamp. That was a good one. Yes. You uh, will not veto. You will not veto the one I have this week. You son of a bitch. I, I'm I'm currently logging in to see what it is now. Uh, now I'm all discombobulated. If you listen to this podcast, you great. It's greatly appreciated. But go sh- be sure to go listen to our other podcast, which is Remember the Loot, the Smart Marks, and the Good, the Bad, and the Micro Machines. Oh, I didn't change it this week. That's my. I was bad. gonna say I think I think we uh we used that, that was before. last week's. Yeah, I didn't change it. The good, the bad, and the Micronesia. Oh, there you go. Micronesia. Good, the bad, the uh, microtransactions. Everybody knows it by now, but that's the other podcast. That was a good one, though. I like Micronesia. Kind of figured uh, if you want to go to loot, you could. Uh, it's the good, the bad, and the haterade. Wow. Wah, Please, wah, uh, wah. Added in some cricket noises there. Thanks. <laughs> cricket, cricket. Looking at the looking at the the title for the week's the next this week's show, I can go with that so far. No, so far you will go with that. Here's how it works. That, everybody, everybody, go follow Sondasaurus Rex on Twitter. If it's not the actual title, he will tweet out what the original title was supposed to be, and everybody can laugh about it. Uh, all of the podcasts can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, and tune in and all your smart, uh, all your podcast applications on your smart devices. And this week, uh, actually started last week because uh, we got the news after the shows were posted. Um, Remember the Loot is now on iHeartRadio, so be sure to go check them out there. Uh, currently, no other PlayStation, uh, excuse me, no other Proving Gamer podcasts are on iHeartRadio, but they are in the works. Uh, but be sure to go check out Remember the Loot on iHeartRadio. That's a, a, a big accomplishment for them, so I give them congratulations on accomplishing that. Uh, you can also interact. He doesn't video games. Jeez. Hey, you know what? They they gotta take the victories where they can get them because they certainly ain't to get it beating us in video games. Rocket League, come out and play. Uh, 
Uh, you can also interact with us in the PlayStation 4 communities. There's one for the site. That's Proven Gamer. There's one for this podcast, which is called T-Dubs Brothel, because Shuhei won't let us say whores on the PlayStation Network. And you could also get involved in uh, Yield's Facebook group, which is the Platinum Guild. That is going to close out the show, but we do have some sponsors. Our first sponsor is Extra Life. Alex, tell us about Extra Life. So this year for Extra Life, they are gunning for $9 million. They're hoping to break the $9 million barrier. And, of course, you can help because until the end of the year, your donations will count. Again, do- charitable donations are tax write-offs. And if you donate to the Extra Life uh campaign for the proven gamer team no matter who you donate to on that team you will be contributing to tricky's tramp stamp now we need to get up to two thousand dollars but if you if we can get up to two thousand dollars then we will get tricky a tramp stamp uh, completely skip our other fifteen hundred dollar one uh this year uh i don't think details have been released for uh next year um but again it, the event always happens it's a 24-hour gaming marathon this year is 25 hours depends on the day uh it, it's either in november or october so look for about a year from now uh you got plenty of time to get ready for next extra life you can go to extra-life.org for all your information on the event um and basically what you want to do is you want to sign up and pick a children's miracle network hospital to represent when that option becomes available for next year um, so yeah, uh, what you're going to do is you're going to go collect donations, uh, and all the donations at 100% of the donations that you collect will go to the Children's Miracle Network Hospital that you represent. So, uh, help us break 9 million, uh, by the end of this year and then get ready for next year's extra life. I think it's going to be on November 5th next year. Fantastic. That's when daylight savings time is. Ah. I'm, I'm guessing. I, I, I don't have any inside information. I'm just guessing. No, I'd say that's a pretty good safe bet. The last yes. uh, two or three years has been on the day that the daylight savings time goes over, so I believe that'll be the same this year. Yield, tell us how they can go fund us. Uh, if you go to GoFundMe.com backslash Proven Gamer, we have some trophy-themed donations for you, the whoredom, to raise money for us, the Trophy Horse Podcast, because we're looking for monies to get some better podcasts and equipment to bring uh, you guys a better podcast. So go there. Uh, donate if you feel the need to, and one of the donations is you can get Tricky to donate or Tricky to Platinum a legitimate game. Vanquish. Say so your tail, ten hail, hail marys there, true Tricky. Well, you just so you guys know, uh, I, I know Yield says that they the the goal is to get me to Platinum a good game. If somebody donates that money, they can pick any of us to get a good game. And just so you guys, Mark and Troy, you guys know. If somebody donates that money and turns around and says that you have to platinum Hannah Montana, it has to be done. Who the hell's going to buy Hannah Montana then? I don't spend money on it. That's not in the, my contract. You know what? If somebody if somebody legit donates that amount of money and turns around and says, Mark, you have to platinum Hannah Montana, I will buy you the game. I don't have a PS3 anymore, so you're going to buy me a PS3 too? <laughs> or loan you one at least. You, you got to go to GameStop and rent one because it will take you all about a day to get that platinum. Oh, that's too much time. Uh, with that being said, uh, let's do our last sponsor, and that is who, Troy? Amazon. Amazon.com. You just go to the Proven Gamer front page. There's a link in the corner for Amazon. If you click on that, then it'll take you to the site where you can do all your normal Amazon shopping. Uh, in doing so, it doesn't cost you any extra money, but everything you do purchase, uh, we get a portion of the proceeds. Uh, it helps us out greatly to continue to keep the site alive and to continue to make you guys awesome content every week. 
All right, with that being said, let's close out the show with some shout-outs. Mark, go first. Uh, I'd like to shout-out to the listeners, obviously, first and foremost, to make this happen every week. I'd like to shout-out to everyone here, Tricky, Yield, Alex, and Troy, because guess what? For the second we grow, full team, like no one missing, no pay-per-views or wrestling events, nothing to cause us not to all be here. Or yeah. telephone pole car incidents. Hey, I wasn't in the accident. Some, like, just my power was out, just saying. Yep, that was the reason why you weren't here, though. Yeah, I know. Other than that, um, yeah, that's it. Troy, your shout-outs. I want to shout-out my fellow co-hosts, Alex, Yield, Tricky, Mark. It's been a pleasure, always is a pleasure. I want to shout-out everybody who sent in an email this week. I really love getting the emails. Uh, we all love getting the emails. It's great to have you guys communicate with us and have things to talk about. And uh, so I want to keep that alive. Please continue to send in emails with, to us, uh, questions, topics. Uh, I definitely like the uh, the quiz idea. It was really cool. If we could just keep everybody but Tricky maybe from seeing the answers, uh, that would be awesome. That way we could all participate. But otherwise, it's it's an awesome, awesome thing to have you guys email us. So please continue that. Yield. Uh, I would like to give a shout out to everybody who on uh, social media and through PlayStation wished me a happy birthday. A shout-out to my fellow co-host. Two weeks in a row. Next week, we're going for three for everybody being here. Um, shout-out to the, the fans, the whoredom, for listening and spreading everything that is Trophy Horse. That'll do me this week. And Alex. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to the listeners, the fans. Thank you all so very much for embracing Trophy Horrors and help us get this far. We are almost 300 episodes, uh, and it's because of you guys. Thank you for helping us uh, create the monster, the juggernaut that Trophy Horse is. Uh, we appreciate you guys. We could not, as an independent podcast, could not have done it without you all. So thank you all very much. I want to give a shout-out to Team Eco and Sony and Fumitu Ueda uh, for finally getting uh, The Last Guardian out. That is great. I cannot wait to play it. Uh, a shout out to BlackRock Studio, Disney. I really love Split Second. I wish there was a sequel. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Homer Gets Duff for being the commissioner of the Yahoo Fantasy Football League, the tricky uh, and I are in as well as Yield. Uh, it's been another fun year. We're about to start the playoffs. We're about to start the playoffs. So thank you, Commissioner Duff, um, for all of your your hard work uh, for yet another fun year of fantasy football. And uh, a shout out, of course, to the the fellow co-host. Uh, all of you, thank you for spending some time with me on uh, Sunday night. It is a truly a uh, a wonderful and fun experience making fun of Tricky and the division every Sunday. So thank you all for that. Oh, I'm sorry, listeners, if you heard me laughing. I um while the, while the all my hordes and brothers were doing their shoutouts, I looked up. <laughs> he, he finally oh, looked yeah. up. He finally looked up review scores of the division. That's why he was laughing. No, I look. I, I was looking to see if we had any more uh, reviews or ratings on iTunes, and we have one. Uh, Troy, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you know uh, uh, somebody that uses the name Murdamza? M-U-R-D-A-M-Z-A? Yes, it sounds familiar. I think I think maybe one of my PSN friends? I, I, I feel bad because I definitely probably should know who this person is. It's definitely familiar, but it's not coming to my mind right now. All right, well, I'm going to start my shout-outs by giving that person a huge shout-out for, awesome, for the awesome iTunes review. Um, the, the, name of, the title of the review is Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, and gave us five stars. And his comment is, his or her comment says, um, that's what this podcast does to me. It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy down south. <laughs> 
That and Troy has the vocal cords of an angel and the lips of a Red Dead Redemption brothel worker. <laughs> That's pretty dope. With respect to that title of that 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 review. Throwback to Blink One Eighty Two's one of their great albums. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research. I'm gonna figure out who that was. If it was you, please reach out to me through Facebook or Twitter or whatever. I definitely uh, want to give you proper shout outs. I, I like I said the name sounds familiar. Uh, I think it may be somebody on my. Uh, PSN friends list and probably maybe even somebody I know personally. That's why I kind of feel bad. <laughs> I, I don't remember offhand who exactly it was. Uh, so definitely reach out to me because I definitely want to give you props on the the next episode. That was a great review. I just want to say that I'm not wearing a jacket, so I'm already halfway there. Uh, I just want to know: Do you have the lips of a Red Dead Redemption brothel worker? I don't know. See, that's this person must know me personally if they if they can make that that call. I That's mean, every everybody I gets know. to hear my voice, so like they can all make that judgment call. But somebody has to know me personally in order to be able to to comment on my lips. That that I know that it wasn't my awesome. wife, so. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the listeners. Give a shout out to my horse and brothers. Uh, thank you for showing up for the second week in a row, making this a full show. Give a shout out to the listeners who uh, you're going to get another two hour podcast. Apparently, I'm looking at the time now. Yep. Uh Wow, these you know the good thing about these shows is that we have good conversations. It's not dragging on. Oh no, it is drag. It is dragging on. Let me tell you that. We just have a lot of material to make fun of you about. That's why it takes so long. And then also, as the number of hosts increases, the 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 content and the the opinions and everything increase. We dedicate hour one to the division and hour two to octagonally. Oh, I I want to give a twerp you to Frosty, who's been editing the show. Uh, a shout out to him for editing the show, but a trip you for not editing out all my costs. Uh, so, octagonally. Uh, with that being said, yeah. I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Sweet Mama D, who uh, makes me laugh and smile every day. And I also want to give a shout out to the goddess who is patiently waiting for me to get done podcasting so she can cook dinner. Uh, she she is looks patient. The love of my life. She's the love of my life, and I appreciate her every day. Uh, with She's that also being giving said, you the bird. <laughs> oh, with that being said, one. number one. If there, if there's nothing else, until oh. next week. Happy trophy hunting. The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines. <laughs> <laughs>